game sees this, it causes a type of rage and it causes a desire to do the work because the work comes after the rage comes. So if a being has a heart and notices his heart, he will be amazed by his heart and want to know it better. And then it will rage for their heart. Mm -hmm. So when you mix these two together, heart and rage, it is the word courage or core rage, core, core. rage. Rage. So the word courage is saying core rage and it means you mixing your amazement, your acknowledgement of your heart with your rage for it. And that gives you the courage and the willingness to do the work and have absolutely no issue with doing the work because of your respect, awe, and core rage. Not only for your heart, but for what your heart is offering to you. Mm. Without any request, it beats 110,000 times a day. It provides you with all the black and white wisdom you'll ever need and all the color you'll ever desire. Mm. So you rage for that heart and get to know it. Just yeah. tell yourself you want to get to know yourself better. It's an intention. It makes your nose point in the right direction. And it's an old saying. Wherever your nose is pointing, you will land. So that's why intention works. Even though intention can look like work, which it is, once you get started, it will not be work anymore. It will be the end to all wars. You have to understand how large America is. The student doesn't have a border. You have to understand how big the border is, how large the country is, how many people Your are immigration. Here, and how many of them are coming in. Listen to me. Listen to me, fuckface. Be quiet. Our country is being... Our border is turned into a complete lawless. And as a result, people all across the country... And hold on. You understand that the world hinges on this. World politics is hinges on security and our national security. This is fucking paramount. This is everything flows from this. This is the only this is the only thing that everything we know can is be justified from that. Is dictating the universe. Right now our whole border, thousands of miles, the Democrats have obstructed funding for the wall. We needed it. They played the wall. We're unaware today. Yeah, well. It's seven seven day. Did you know that? We, we talked about it earlier, so she does know that. So, yeah, it's uh, 1, 2, two four, 4, January 24th. So and that's 7. 7 and 2023. So the far number is 7 and the close number is 7. Yeah. That's very interesting. Far. So we'll be um, talking about that right now. So I'm going to put the monetization on one screen so I can look over at myself occasionally. And then uh, me and they are going to stare at the camera and talk to you now. So how come we got fuzzy all of a sudden? Did you notice that? Is that just on that screen? Oh, I see. It was just on that screen. Did you notice that? Mm -hmm. It's fuzzy on the screen, but not on that screen? I find that interesting. How about you? 
So with all the sevens, there's two sevens, so I guess you could just say sevens. And then when you say sevens, there's an S on either side of even. Okay. Well, that's another way to look at 14. It's uh, yeah. two sevens. Two sevens. So that's even straddled by S. S. Is. S is. Is. <laughs> like Gen S S. Yeah. Is, People is. say that all the time. Gen S S. They do. Don't they? Mm -hmm. I hear them saying it. Gen S S. Gen. So that's generating S S. Yes. So sevens is a way to even that out, I, I guess, then. Okay. Hey, who wants to hear the sound of an air a tire deflating all day? <laughs> But yet, think of how many S's you have to say during daily amount of speech. Yeah, how a lot of times. flat tires. If you added them all together, yeah, you'd be like one of those mad juvenile delinquents that can't go to bed and goes around the neighborhood stabbing tires for no good reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what each of us is every day with the amount of S's that we say. Okay. So on a day like this, one, two, four, two, oh, two, three, there's a bizarre opportunity, well, we could look at it that way, a bizarre opportunity or a unique opportunity. It's kind of like seven for this and seven for that. There is a monkey in the middle, which we'll get to. Yeah, can it be unique if you have seven for this and seven for that? And no, the monkey. I, it wasn't seven. It was unique on one side and something else on the other side. I don't even remember what I just said. Oh, we can look back. All right. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, I wrote some notes today because I was talking to this really interesting being named Benny. And uh, we were having fun. We think he's from a foreign country, but he somehow was brought up to being a, a very mature person at a young age. Okay. Well, we know that from observation. So uh, he inspired me to write some notes. So I'll read a couple of them. That the mind is not an endless infinite mining area it is possibly a collection of all human affairs all in one bucket that all of us can share and tap into so it's not an endless get lost place it's an endless really big place that's easy to get lost in oh very good distinction yes yeah, it's like this thing very subtle but if your subtle consciousness is nearby where your forward consciousness is, okay, then the two of you can communicate about such things. Ah, okay. So I present that the mind is completely knowable, regulatable, and directable by the will of the being, the captain of the ship, which is how you identify as a unique being, you feel that your will is also unique to you. Yeah. So that makes you the captain of your ship. Since your will is yours and unique to you, no one else owns your will. True. That seems logical. So you are the captain of your ship. Yeah. So all people, via the will that they're born with and their unique will, regardless of their outcomes, they're still the captain of their ship, the director of their outcomes, the owner of their thoughts and their speech. So the mind is not an infinite mind to get lost in. It's just a very big place that's very easy to get lost in. Great. Okay, good. Very good. So I find that our bodies, our anatomy is very multiplicitous. And I had to make that word up because uh, it wasn't formally a word. 
So it's very multiplicitous in our arrangement, our anatomies, because our anatomy is actually a range of a multitude of anatomies. Very good. All of them are complicit with each other. So since there's so many, I just decided to call it multiplicitous. So they're very multiplicitous, not only in their arrangement and their numbers, but in their engagement and their morphing ability to not only stand by and keep things running, but also stand by and allow things to morph and create and formulate. Why not? This is all happening within the many anatomies that live within each person's anatomy. Beautiful. Many anatomies. In we each are person. many beings. Many beings. Each of us within our anatomy is many beings. Yeah. The word anatomy has ana for one and to my, which carries many. Nice. So it's one toward many. So all of us are anatomized, so to speak, or have anatomies to demonstrate to us how we're going from one toward many. We don't lose our one. We gain many. Yeah. So that's an interesting idea. So I had this other idea about animals and I noticed that there are people too. Okay. Yeah, so when we eat animals, we're eating people, and in a way, we're eating our own bodies, the living earth itself, because the living earth is made of all the things earth is made of, including all of the living things that co-immerse with the earth and cause an in-out uh, tug of life that's always ongoing. So all of the living things on earth are a part of the living earth. Nice. So the exalted beings, though, are like us, the mammals especially, you know, the way we look, the way we act. Mm -hmm. So we're each like people, even though we have different ways of being lingual. Like animals have their way of being lingual. Right. We just have a more defined, specified way of being lingual. We call it use of words, language, and uh, we also demonstrate the ability to have domain over many things. So this, this... Uh, act of self-cannibalizing the earth is actually cannibalizing ourselves. Mm. So self-cannibalizing. And we each have unique bodies of the earth, but this unique anatomy is eating itself. So we see this happening inside our own anatomy. Our own anatomy does things like that, where it self-cannibalizes or torches one thing and lets another thing have liberty. Yep. So this arrangement that we have in our daily life within all civilizations and interactions between people and animals, the same exact things are happening ongoing continuously inside our body. Yep. Yes, it is. Not only in physical cells delivering nutrients and information, but also in the mentality through the thought process. And that leads to emotions. And then, of course, the idea of spirituality. So... You know, the whole thinking and physical, you know, intermingling at all times. As you said, there's morphing and intermingling and engagement and yes. arrangement. So, uh, we're going to go down to a little conversation we had with our friend, and we're going to let Nene play Benny. Yeah. So, we'll uh, edit this later so it makes sense. So I think what happened was there were some discussions about um, the connection between the world's people being sucked into a defined way of thinking, which causes their open-mindedness to kind of be gone. 
So they become closed-minded, so to speak, and then very rigid. And this allows the opening to create machines like AI that we can program to do things faster, but we don't have to program morality into it. Because mm. at a certain point, morality becomes very vague. So then there becomes no way to program that into the machine. And since the world has broken up into powers of hierarchy, the higher powers have dominion, so to speak, over the machines and who programs them. Right. So their interests will be served ahead of the general population. Mm -hmm. So this is why our machines have that aspect to them, that selfish aspect without morality, because they're, uh, it can, the machine itself can only mimic what a man puts in it. It could never know human quality or beings quality is what we actually are. Right, beings quality. Right, we're not just colored. A hue means color man. So mm -hmm. we're not only color man, we're also original unique man. So we carry both. When the baby's born, it doesn't know colors. It right. only knows love and sounds and breath. But colors is not an understanding. So Great. we become color man later on as we come out of infancy and early childhood. Then the color is introduced to us through many different planes, not only through colors themselves, through the words, through the ideas, and through the things, the objects. Yeah. So this is how we become hue man. We become color man. It's not our, our origin. Our origin is not color man. Right. If Plus you look at the body inside the body, it's black and white. It's not of color. It's not until the blood true. comes out into yeah. the air that it gains color. Yeah. So it's the same way with a human being. Their origin yeah. is from inside the mother, which is black and white. Actually, when you come out, you come out quite gray. <laughs> you too. Yeah, and your body fills up with uh, being out in the air and from you breathing. So between you breathing and being in the air, you gain color. Hmm. So you gain color immediately as an infant, but your memory of being black and white or of origin stays with you for quite a long time. Nice. For some people, forever. Yeah. Some people engage the closing in of the world and they reject the color and only because it's trying to steal away their black and white. So it's not so much that they reject the Natural. color. But they reject the takeover of color man trying to take their origin, which is of black and white variety. So what they'll do is they'll basically torment over that and they'll live a life of protest. And they'll find various ways, usually through the color of the world, to try to determine their original origin of black and white. Yeah. So this is not so easy when the mm -hmm. world is constantly telling you you're of color, you're of color, you're of color, you're a human, you're a human, you're a human. So you're constantly being told you're a color man, yeah. but your origin is of black and white variety. Sweet. So this is a way to parse That's yourself cool. to understand that you didn't lose your origin. You gained color and the color is so vibrant and so extensive in your focus that it's kind of in a way drowning out your memory of origin. Yeah. yeah. But it's still there. You can't lose it or you would stop breathing. You make a contract on your first breath <laughs> that you will maintain your black and white origin forever. You will gain color and then mix them. It's the story of creation built into every single human being. That is cool. That's a nice anchor. It's what we call in the business a baseline. A baseline. Yes. It's good to have a baseline. Baselines are very good because when you build a house, you have to build a strong foundation or the house will fall. Very good. This is a fact of life, baby. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the conversation. Yeah. So I said, 
the AI and the loyalists are supreme at what they do, and we all as a group of people over ours have allowed it and built it to the point it's at today. And that I believe the war has been on for many millennia, and that many of us are awakening to that. Now, we believe that this is why, although 250,000 have read our opinions, we've had zero contributions where members come join. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually um, an issue that we deal with. Yeah. And Benny's response is... So, <clears throat> he says, so in a way, if we don't take control over our minds and utilize its potential in our favor, it will degrade to its default. AI state, like animal instinct type. That's interesting because he said animal instinct with the, as, as an acronym is AI. Ah. So AI state, although we think of it as artificial intelligence, it could easily be the acronym for animal instinct. Yes, it could. So we don't usually think of animals as having morals. We think of them as getting things done. Yes. Yes. for survival mm -hmm. we always think of the animals living outside not having comforts or security so it's always on edge so it has what we call the animal instinct it must get things done or it's dead yeah so in a way we have programmed the artificial intelligence machines to be in that way like an animal instinct true no just morals, to get things get done, things done. Get exactly, it done. Exactly. and like you said earlier no motion so I didn't think of that earlier, but the way I answered was, looks like a long answer. It's like a whirlpool effect spinning inward. Inevitability will become invincibility. Because in a whirlpool, you always end up at the center point. There's no way to beat a whirlpool. Once okay. you get stuck, we've all seen the pictures of whirlpool. Yeah. So we know if you get stuck in whirlpool, you go down the drain with whirlpool. Yeah. Everybody knows that, to the center point. Yeah. So in that way, the world that we live in and the people that we are, or the beings that we are, no one loses. Everyone hits invincibility no matter what. So we can avoid some pain by walking a certain way and changing our behavior and noticing where we're at. And we can cut short the dilemma of inevitability becoming invincibility. And we can declare invincibility anytime we want. Ah, oh, there you go. That's yeah. the theory anyway. So we asked to join us for relief and when now before the rain really starts right. and or you stay in the whirlpool or simply exit or exit. So we're all intact and it, everything that we need is intact and at arm's reach and under our nose because it's built into our anatomy to us. Right. So what we have here is the ultimate challenge. It's finding the exit is literally going to be inside the eight. And there's an X inside the eight for a reason. And there's a reason that seven is the big blocker and the maintainer of everything. Because it's the last stop before you get to be in the X of the eight. Yeah. So we do get to travel through the eight in a mysterious way with mm -hmm. the seven. But if we're not ready to enter the X of the eight, the seven guides us mysteriously past the exit in a sleepy way. Mm -hmm. And then we get to change directions in our duality. Because when you cross, if you're riding inside an eight-track loop, when you cross the X, you change directions. So you go from right to left, and then from right to left, and then from left to right. So it goes back and forth like a seesaw, back and forth, back and forth. 
And then we see that all lends itself into our speech and relationships where we literally interact even in our mentality that way. Back and forth. With back the and uh, forth. seesawing of dilemma, constant back mm -hmm. and forth, maintaining the dilemma. And then that's what lends itself to the clock that we have now. Because instead of facing this dilemma, we can now look at the next tick of the clock. Oh. So we can put the dilemma of the seesaw in the backyard of our focus and just concentrate on the next tick. Okay. So it gives us relief from the dilemma, but it becomes a continuous dilemma because the clock never stops. It yeah. stops for no one. No one. So this tick that we're waiting for, we literally fear it throughout our waking day until we exhaust ourselves. And then we pass out through unconsciousness, through exhaustion. But by going to sleep so exhausted and anxious ridden, it lends itself to less potential you could derive from your sleep time. So the more that you can get relaxed during the day, the more relaxed you'll be when you go to sleep, the more you'll learn and become restored while you sleep. Hey, that's uh, some simple logic. Sounds it's good. a cool cycle to undo cycle. psychological calling, which the yeah. acronym for that is Psy Calls, yeah. which happens to sound like cycles. Psy. <laughs> so Benny said. Image. Image? He gave me an image he of an eight. He gave me an image of an eight. Yes, I see the X. And I said, endless cycles of death, life, and restarts if you cross the eight, the X mm. inside the eight. It becomes, after a while, a school or a learning center for creators. Oh, yeah. So although the creators are stuck, quote-unquote, inside the eight, they can't stop creating. Mm -hmm. So while they're in the eight, taking the endless loops, they're adding to creation. So mm -hmm. no one is losing, and creation is gaining every moment at all times. Hey. So Another, in that way. So he said... Uh, it, it's also the infinity symbol. And my answer was infinite spells as two words in finite. Mm -hmm. So even in infinite, the word infinite, the way we understand it, it is putting us in finiteness. Even, our, even in our potential attempt at understanding what infinite is, as far as we can get is the word infinite, which spells the phrase in finite. So our understanding of infinite is finite. The words help us understand ourselves this way and where we've been and where we are. So even the word all, it also spells the word A-W-E for being in all of something. All of the codes are C-Odes or songs to C, which is the third number. And although it represents Doc Trinity, it also represents the C for child, or the result of mother and father coming together. Mm. So when mother and father come together, the result is a child. Yeah. So all of us, in a way, are children. So codes are within all the words, and codes mm. is a code. Yeah. It means C oats. Yeah. So that's fun for us children people. <laughs> so they're child oats. It's child's play, but it does not work for adults. So it just so happens that the word adult also spells the phrase a dolt so dolts aren't good so this game of breaking the codes made for children is a game made for children so children are more closer to their origin they respect the all of life and the all of themselves 
They enjoy color, but they retain the respect and awe for their black and white origin. So this is a game for children to figure out because when you look at these words as a child, it's very easy to split them in a black and white way without being disturbed so much by color. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. So this is where adults lend themselves to becoming adults. Yeah. Of course, they have grown up from childhood, but in their thinking, they've become adults. Adults. And because their thinking went that way, their actions go that way. So they do dolty action, think dolty things, and speak dolty things. They literally become adults or dolts instead of adults, which would be a good thing. An adult would be an AD ultimate. Hmm. So mm -hmm. we are in the AD era, the thousand year cycle named AD, anti-domini. Anti so since we're in the AD era, adults is also an acronym for the AD ultimates. Good, so it gives you a clue, there's a chance a, to see. There's a counter to being adult. <laughs> The counter is AD Ultimates. So all of us have both of this going on. So uh, Benny says... He he know, he said adults equals stupid people. Correct. If you look it up on Wiki, that's what it's going to tell you. Right. So I answered, be a grown-up and die forever. The doctrinities are doctrines. And they're a prison of sorts where we learn to earn. And then we learn, we earn... And we put into our urn, or we burn, if we ignore that. Adults is adults, as we just said. So let's go ahead and take a hold of this dilemma, which is two things, and let's pick the righteous one and run with it, and let's reign our own determination. Let's not let what surrounds us determine us. Let's let what is within us determine us. So even if you look at the word perfect, prison, if you look at prison, it spells perfect risen as an acronym. The, hey. the cornerstone word of prison, uh -huh. a letter, excuse me, is P. Yeah. P is the letter for perfection. So the word after P is risen or rising. Or, you know, so it's right there. Prison is an acronym for perfect risen. So being in a prison is not bad because it teaches you how to look inward. It does. So even being in a body, even though it's a type of prison, prison. it gives you a chance to, to look, look within. In. Mm -hmm. So it's the perfect risen. Mm -hmm. So this is a wake-up call for all of us to re remember our black and white origin and look at how beautiful it is as children that we made these words and brought them forward yeah. for easy decode in these very colorful times that we're in. Right. Mm -hmm. So the words help us fly like little birdies through the air. And it is child's play, but it doesn't work for adults. It's a game for children. Adults get tied into all types of separations in color, and it ends up putting them into murder, misery, endless death, and redirections. Now, the number 789 works because even though our world can be defined from zero to six. Seven, eight, nine is a code, as all codes are. If you take seven, eight, nine, it helps you be all the six you can be, the ultimate creator. The S is the 18th letter. 
plus 1x in Roman is 9. So S19 in Roman would be 18th letter plus IX for 9, giving you 27. We're adding up to 9. There's lots of codes like this, and they go every kinds of directions. They're all breakable. But you have to be an open and creative loving child. It does not work for adults or mm -hmm. adult. The adults only love endless death loops that they've been sucked into loving. They're corrupted in their minds. The children who remember their black and white origin are literally through these words being called out to their obligation to respond. Hmm. We will play the same bills. We will pay the same bills as they do. The children who remember their black and white origin and know these differences will pay the same bills as the colorful ones. Hmm. They will not get off the hook for remembering their origin and not acting. The not in this sentence is the not of contention, K-N-O-T. It is not simply turning away from something. It carries consequence. So those who remember their origin, their black and white origin, must help the others who are colorful. And we must help them remember their origin and their black and white. Nice. So that we can all blend and aggregate. Yeah. We must aggregate. We cannot continue to separate. Thank you. To which Benny answered. Bible says people should be childlike to earn heaven. I'm guessing curious as kids and excited to learn. Well, that's a good point because we see that enthusiasm and the zeal. Yeah, zeal. And the, the child. But my answer was the infant and child are extra close to their origin. They have extra sensitive memories throughout their being of their origin. And these pieces of them are screaming at them to maintain, retain, and hold on to that feeling of origin. And this sensation of not only needing to be needed, but having the sensation of being called out from this I need to be needed sensation of the life force of mm -hmm. your body and your cells. Yeah. So we don't ever lose that. Uh, nobody ever loses it. That's why we get up every day and put our pants on and go to work. Mm. So we never lose this. The essence of it gets drowned out with the noise from the various proposals we get from the world and then our engagement with them. So saying all this is child's play from a child's mind. And the Bible is both righteous and contains lies because it not only tells you this plainly, it also tricks you and doesn't tell you this plainly. So a, children, a child can make these determinations and the language has been put forth or we've brought it forward to make it very easy to break the codes that are in the words. Yeah. To which Benny <clears throat> said, Hey, you changed your avatar. <laughs> yes, I lost uh, a former avatar and became a new avatar for this website called podcastrecharge.com. So that's what's going on there. And uh, then we had a little talk about what my new role was going to be over at his server, which we'll just speed past that. And um, I asked uh, Benny how old he was because he sounds like an old sage to me a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And he has a lot of tolerance, like my partner here. And I was just curious, you know, if he was old or young or what. 
you said. I'm in my 20s. So I mentioned back, you are a top-notch young man, in my humble opinion. You too. You young at heart, right? <laughs> Plus, I see you on cam. You don't look that old. So I answered that my hero is uh, Mr. Baba Mahayadeen. That's the name his followers gave him. He would not take a name. But he was like 200 plus years old or older. We don't know how old he was. Mm -hmm. But he looked 30. So he always wow. looked 30 his entire life. And um, there's a lot of ancient stories about men and sages who became eternally youthful in their appearance. Neat. Well, you did talk earlier about our will and our physicality, yes. our anatomy. So, <clears throat> yes, that was my hero. And uh, Benny said... Benny said, back when the ozone layer was richer, humans lived hundreds of years. Okay, I gave you... Okay. So you that was about the yeah. server. <laughs> So I mentioned, say? I mentioned if you eat apples only and nothing else, you'll live two to 300 years, even <laughs> today's environment. So the secrets are well hidden by the AI system that we've made. And then, of course, the many loyalist supporters of this death misery system that's currently ruling the world. Ankh, hmm. um, of course, if you look back in time and read what Ankh was about and, and before that from the days of Enki and Enlil and the Tablets of Gilgamesh, you can see these continuous cycles and literally our minds as a group are changing the physical world and we're morphing together. Not just people, not just ideas, not just civilizations, but the physical world itself, hmm. what we see in the stars and hmm. above us, over our head, um, everything. We even know, like, for example, that there were giant trees and giant beings that lived on this earth. So, you know, there, the earth has been through many, many changes and the people and the beings have to. So that's where it's at as far as that goes. So we all have these words, though. Right now we're here today. So we could talk about history forever. But today we have the words. So this is basically what we want. So we're back over at another server with Benny now continuing conversation. So he says, this is, world, this is world's largest and oldest organism. Collection of 47,000 genetically identical stems is said to be one living organism because every stem shares a collective root system. And there is an image. Is this what you meant by this? And I guess that would make us the oldest, largest organism. I think he might say make us the largest organism people. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think that's what he meant. Us. I'm not really sure. But I answered that. <laughs> yeah, I was that. wondering. <laughs> I got a little smarty that pants, but I did, I did say plants. I like this. Well, he was mentioning plants, plants. And he showed me this cool picture of how this giant takeover of a plant field in this uh, wild area. And it, it was considered a single living organism. So even though it was a collection of 47,000 genetically identical stems, all joining as one. Yeah. And the number 47, of course, is interesting, but we're not yeah. going to break that down right now because we're doing letters today, and we're looking not, at not a, too much numbers. Right, a written but the word, the word plants as a word is a word. It's a word like any other word, but it has ants in it. Yeah, okay. So, so we've been doing huge studies of ants, ants, and we literally are the ants of the earth, the, this, the beings, the, whatever we want to call ourselves. So human so means color man. So oh, man is what we are. We're man. Man. Uh, but we are the ants... We've been the titans, we've been the giants, and now we're man in a trance. So we're man trance. Yeah. So ants is us. Yeah. So Benny said, you mean our thoughts are the ants and the roots are our hive mind? 
So my answer was, we are thought beings and we are manifesting. In the word manifest, we have man, I, and festival. So in our way that we group up, we group both ways as packs of specialists and also of herds or schools of fish. Mm. So we do both. We are, and, and then within those arrangements, each of us, each person, each being is one and many and walking that way at the same time. Yay. So the response was many, many festival, many festival. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to do some wordplay. Well, I never thought of manifest as many festival, but it was cool that another mind engaged me into wordplay. And Yay. his way of saying it was cool. It was many, unique. I didn't think of it. He thought fest. of it all by himself. Mm -hmm. He doesn't claim to be a messiah of words. He just opened his mind up and let himself have a thought. Yeah. And he said many festivals. So it was a perfect example of how two people could be friends and they don't have to call each other out and be competitive. They can just have love yeah. and That's equilibrium. Nice. They can allow for a freedom of expression, not liberty, freedom of expression. So uh, moving like on, I answered, the word me is an acronym for Mother Earth and also for a person calling themselves out, saying me. So me is Earth, but it also implies that Mother Earth is each person because we call ourselves me and we call Mother Earth me. So EA... CH is how we say each of us, but EA and CH are two different ideas. EA has its own personality, and CH and the sound ch has its own personality. So when we say E ch in the sounds, we're saying E for energetics, chopped or parsed or defined, which is the world we live in. So by calling out each other as each of us, we declare that we're into it. We're into splits. Mm. Each means E-A chopped, energy of ah. Mm. That's ah, the sound of inhale. And exhale is ha. That's ha. Ah, ha. So each is energy of ah, chopped, parsed, separated, and defined. That's why we declare to each other each. So each in its own, each is a code. The word each is a code. <laughs> so yeah. to children, it's, it's understandable. To adults, it's not. K-N-O-T. To an adult, it's not understandable because to them, they see a tight knot. And in their colorful way, knots are not fun to untie. Right. They would rather be fun a like a horse and run the fields wild like a color man. Hmm. But the real man does that and does his duty and does his job and behaves correctly to himself and in front of others. So that's learned from your origin. You're born with that. It's not actually right. learned. Yeah. So when you come to this world and make your first contract of aha, inhale, exhale, you know everything about this. You know all black and white things about wisdom. Your morality is full and you're perfect. After you learn the color, you mix it up with the color. If no one ever reminds you to keep remembering your black and white origin, you will forget it. Yeah, because you'll be in a subtle K knot. 
Well, your subtle consciousness of black and white will become known to you as the subconscious and unreachable from your colorful self. Ah, yeah. But once you come to know that you're two people now, that you've split yourself, you're a forgotten subconscious black and white original person that knows everything. Yeah. And you're a colorful forward-thinking person that knows nothing comparatively. Yeah. So when you mix these two together, That's they both counter. get power. Yeah, they both get power. Both. And so when you mix them together... Well, when you give them equilibrium, is what I'm saying. Now, yeah. you don't snap your fingers yeah. and give equilibrium. You go toward equilibrium. You measure yourself, and then you measure balance, and then you go toward measured balance. Yes. And that's when you eventually, just through intention, you become perfect as a T. And the only way a T can stand is through perfect balance. So although you're not going to become a T overnight, you're going to be facing the T and learning all there is to become perfect as a T. Perfectly balanced and measured. So that's what life teaches us at all times because it's inside our anatomy. Yeah. But that's already happening. So it's not something that yes. is going to be new to us. It's something that's already happening, happening second by second by second. Cool. So when you lean towards it, hey. So anyway, I said this to Benny and he answered that. Same wavelength. Right. So he's starting to lose some um, talking points, but he's still listening. So I mentioned now that resonance is what he's saying when he says same wavelength. He's literally saying resonance. So resonance has the sound ants in it. All the words that end A-N-C-E are saying the word ants. Mm -hmm. So ants. resonance is reason ants or reasonable ants. <laughs> so resonance is literally ants being reasonable by matching up in their vibrations. Okay. They're being reasonable yeah. ants. Yeah. They're demonstrating their resonance. Yeah. They're reasonable ants. Yeah, and that's... That's what it is. But for a child, it it's is. okay to see things this way because they're closer to their origin. They're not hung up on colorful things. Right. But when you get very colorful and there's so many shades, you can get fixated on certain colors this way or that way. And it can cause you, through association with others that are doing that, to lose memory of your origin, hmm. of your black and white origin where things were very wise. Yes. And it was easy to look at things in a childhood way. Yeah, and so you're saying in the group group effort of not thinking about it, you're saying. Yeah, well, on your own, you can come to these conclusions. But if you're constantly being um, pressured or allowing pressure from the social group, uh, you can't actually deny that because you need them. They need you. You need them. It's a right. social thing. So you, even though you may have these dramatic ideas about these things, you can't necessarily take them to your group if they don't want to hear it or they're right. not ready. And they say they may if you become don't, irritated with yeah. you. Yeah, and if you don't use right. it... <laughs> well, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. So that's, that's standard procedure. We know that about living. So if you decide to not look at your origin and your black and white part, your wise part, right. it will become faded. Right. It and, will fade away. And ants and robots work. Yes, so ants and robots work and they don't care about that kind no. of stuff. That's right. That's why AI is winning right now, so to speak. So then Benny, Benny said, he showed me a picture uh, of, uh, of um, a bunch of ants working together to save themselves and build bridges and stuff like that to okay. either attack or save. 
You never see it in the movie Ants where they Working all together. made a ball of themselves so that the anteater couldn't eat them. Right. They made themselves into yeah. a big ball. So, you know, that we know about this, how ants show us this lesson, how they can be one and many at the same time. Yeah. So ants show us this. And in the country USA, we have creation and our entire life, all of creation is, is shown in the acronym that USA truly is, which would be unity, separation, and aggregation. And that is the ant way. This kind of wordplay follows fixed repeating patterns and sometimes re-morphing patterns, sometimes no patterns. It's a blend of creation, sometimes definable, most times not definable. So the fixation is what squelches everything when you decide to stop at one point of creation and simply fixate on it. Right. And then if enough fixation, you'll reject or lose memory of the fact that life is always moving. When you were black and white as a child and an infant in your wisdom, you knew that life was continually moving and that there yep. was no time. There was no tick, tick, tick. There was just fun, eating and napping. So in this way, we have to mix those early understandings of our childhood and all that wisdom that comes with all that playing. We have to find a way to mix that with this desire to be defined. Nice. That's why we mix live it. in the USA and that's why all of us in the world today are touched by USA. We're all going through this together, the entire world's people. The English speaking people of, of the world in the last seven, 800 years were Creole and only spoke a few million people in worldwide spoke English. So in a very short time, it is demonstrating what this creation and each human life is about. It's about the beginning when you start of complete unity and then the mm. color that you add and becoming a human, mm. which causes the separation. And then that's two out of three. But the third to complete is the aggregation. Now, although most people believe that the doctrines of our world do not teach us this, that may be true. But at the same time, they are revealing it to us. So yeah. although the world yeah. has a way of locking you and thinking this is a prison, it is a perfect rising. So you can use everything that's been done to exploit you to exploit yourself for yourself. Mm. I promise this. So, uh, so, you know, this is basically where we're at with this and uh, each symbol and sound has a meaning and interpretation. And there's always going to be two different sets. It's always going to be confusing because you're going to have the positive version and the negative version. The female way of looking at it, the male way of looking at it. The nurturing, intuitive fairness way of looking at it, the logical, get it done way of looking at it. So this is continuous in our, our way of living right now. So uh, if it being, if it being, okay, if a being sees this, it causes a type of rage and it causes a desire to do the work because the work comes after the rage comes. So if a being has a heart and notices his heart, he will be amazed by his heart and want to know it better. And then it will rage for their heart. So when you mix these two together, heart and rage, it is the word. Courage, or core rage, core, core rage. So the word courage is saying core rage, and it means you mixing your amazement, your acknowledgement of your heart. 
with your rage for it. And that gives you the courage and the willingness to do the work and have absolutely no issue with doing the work because of your respect, awe, and core reach. Not only for your heart, but for what your heart is offering to you. Without any request, it beats 110,000 times a day. It provides you with all the black and white wisdom you'll ever need and all the color you'll ever desire. So you rage for that heart and get to know it. Just tell yourself you want to get to know yourself better. It's an intention. It makes your nose point in the right direction. And it's an old saying. Wherever your nose is pointing, you will land. So that's why intention works. Even though intention can look like work, which it is, once you get started, it will not be work anymore. It will be the end to all wars. Let me ask you this. You're not making any sense. You are you just have this idea that you have this idea that media should be perfectly neutral, whatever the whatever the, that means. It doesn't really apply. It should be no, let's say no, but let's Fox say news, let's, say the let's say you suffer a tragedy. Let's say you suffer a tragedy and you lose someone close to you or something. So let's say there is a protest ongoing, right? A neutral media would say there is a protest ongoing. Done. There is nothing else to it. There is protest ongoing. And I'm simplifying this. I'm not going to go too deep. Then a biased media would either be pro against. But let's say in this uh, uh, example, they are pro this protest. They are saying uh, these people are protesting against bad regime or these people are protesting against a corrupt government uh, they would just add words to it so you would seem that the protesters are doing a good job and they are good guys uh, and if it was uh, against the protest these protests are just idiots who are ruining uh, these stores or if you want a bit more neutral these protests are ruining stores they're not just protesting you could go on and on in neutral media in neutral uh, nation you would just tell what is ongoing and what is happening. You wouldn't add other stuff into it. Or, and if you would, you would add everything. You would have the full context. But in biased medias, they would take the context that is relevant here's to your opinions. Here's your problem. Them. Here's my problem. Don't tell the whole context. The pendulum, you understand the, the concept. The context, you understand the, the concept. Okay. But, but Fox has a lot more better context and overall no, all together all, all things all things all things all things all things considered all together they're more truthful more accurate and they're and they're better oh, no. this is better. The, other, the other are more in my comfort listen, listen, more listen if i want action here's how you can actually get fully you both one Fox News and CNN and the Don't understand. You are trying to achieve something that's some equilibrium. When this is... No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fox News is a neutral media. They don't have many biases. In fact, biases do come to the know about... Why, why, why do you need... Legacy media you know, nowadays, when everyone and their mom has a phone. Oh, 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 oh,
equipment. Is your argument you gotta pick between the two no, no, no. right and left He's wing media? No, Is that the argument? I never I never I never I never I never I never not watch either of them. We could do with more people on I, I, I know, I know. Nine, 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 I bet I could predict your answer on a few different questions. Please ask me the question. Do you do you vote? Promise. Do I vote? I'm not leaving. Yes. And then let us miserably down. I okay. You know, Will you vote? Probably the only ones. I'm actually actually in the political on YouTube. Okay. And on the internet, giving people the data. No, that's. Now this is okay. You can tell some me your gold okay. as well. Do you some care to tell me which party or occasionally we in regards to the information um, okay. like this? This is the national grid live in the UK, and I guarantee you, if you go uh, to whichever country you're in in the modern Western world, uh, you will be able to find okay. statistics like this so, of how your country is producing electricity so, yeah, right no, now. What they reckon uh, here uh, at the national grid live is that they're producing uh, 70% of the, the demand needed to run and keep no. lights in, ways, in the UK all the countries have in their own way. Uh, I would say America, America has got I just can't, I can't believe that that is the case. Right, right now, our border, what is happening? Because you have to understand the most how large the border is. You have to understand how big the border is. How large the country the is. How many that's what people are here. On usual times, you know, on, on any me, other day, me, you know, the demand is at 35%. And we're saying that the demand today is 29.2% or 29.2 gigawatts, as opposed to usual 35. I'll tell you how they've achieved this, and I'll tell you how they're going to achieve their targets to make things look better, is by just whacking up the energy costs so that people don't use as much. And of course, demand only, comes down. This is the only thing that can be justified angels, don't they? Right now, we didn't need to produce this much energy, and in turn, the Democrats you know, have we're, we're obstructed more funding for the wall. We needed it. Look, we need a wall. They've got Mexican gas and oil using the energy that's being produced. I've already proven what's happening. The demand's down by six percent, six gigawatts, and it makes the renewables look even much better. Yep. Everyone's yeah, realize that the wall also makes it harder yeah. to keep the people going. Really, people are dying because they can't afford to the heat in this winter. We've seen some. Here you are. Which was promised. They actually saw that. They said, things are getting warmer. Like I said. If you want the truth, this is the, that the opposite of what I never said the they say it's hard to get cold. If they say it's good, it's bad. I say America. Always.
Again, now, I'm not anti-American. 190 about the degrees from what they're talking about. And you're America far from the truth. You're wrong. Terrible. And this is what a typical communist or a just subversive makes person would com- say. Because what you're saying is that you're not a communist. You're a bit of fuel in the car. And I just sat there. How dare you be a communist?